2: Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering Ipswich Town since 2015. I'm Richard Woodward and you are tuned in to the pre-match show Burton Albion Away edition, available every Friday on video, sometimes live, and audio. And um, you are, uh, and tonight I'm joined by my pre-match um, buddy, uh, partner in crime, what, what's your, what should we call you, um, Seb Brown's here. Seb, evening to you, how are you?
3: I'm very well, yourself?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm alright, I've, I've given that introduction about a million times this week, <laughs> like, it's like Bill Bill Murray Groundhog Day Um, and we've got the added fun of um, people in the comments hello to hello to everyone who's watching live Alex we are live and Mark Beck it is live you've got to Um, clip
3: that up surely I know there might be copyrights with Sky Sports but surely at some point you can get the mine Tyler yeah that'd be brilliant
2: um, evening to Gary from Northern Ireland good evening um so we want to hear from you we want to make it nice and um as interactive as possible um it's slightly different from the normal Q&A and this is the first one of these that we've done live so bear with us um uh, this is like driving a like a battleship or something there are so many buttons that i can press um, and mistakes I can make. So apologies in advance if I screw up. Um, hello to Anthony, hello to Michael, and ah, it's Mark, he's actually watching one. Hello to Mark, <laughs> um, evening to you. Um, Seb, I, st- I started to ask how you are, how, how are you? You can um... give an answer.
3: I'm good, thank you. I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to to the football tomorrow, and I'm finally going to uh, be able to go to a game. I'm going to Chatham away on Tuesday night, so I'm very very excited about that. Assuming the tickets uh, arrive, but uh, no, very much looking forward to that. And um, and yeah, get it, getting better after my bout of COVID. Thank you.
2: Yeah, um, and do we need to do another health warning to Martin? Um, you're quite out of breath a lot, aren't you? It's um.
3: I am. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks like I have picked up long COVID, which apparently is a is a thing. Um, so from a from a health point of view, from both myself and and yourself, I guess we're going to advise people please wear your masks, sanitize your hands, yeah. and uh, and, yeah. uh, and 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 get your jabs.
2: And and again, if you need to cough or if you need to kind of take a breath, <laughs> we'll do our best to manage that. Yep. Yeah, so, I've got uh,
3: I've got pretty good with the mute button, so I uh, I've got it down to a fine art. So hopefully yeah, we should but, be okay.
2: Yeah, no one noticed last week, and we are just drawing attention to it now, aren't we? Um, Let's jump straight into the news, shall we? Because we've got a few bits and pieces to talk about. So here's one of these bumper thingies. There you go. Um, so, we're not going to drill too much into this because we've got a, a flagship show. Guess who's hosting the flagship show, Sev?
3: Is it your 79th yeah. appearance it's my, in a row? Yes, yeah, my consecutive... You, you're going to get to yeah. Matty Holland levels of, of appearances natural, soon.
2: I don't know, at some point. Um, so, if you don't like me, <laughs> you're having a real <laughs> whale of a time <laughs> at the um, So,. Um, So yeah, so we'll do some of the news, we'll kind of drill into bits and pieces, um, but we'll leave um, some bits and pieces for... um, I'm hoping it's Dave and Joe on Sunday, so that might help um, advertise the flagship show. Um, I guess the the main story, and interesting to get some views on this, um, my immediate reaction... Um, as um, the Flynn Downs transfer saga started to... Um, i just seen Stubbsy. <laughs> the yeah. Richard Woodward I, football channel. Everyone's <laughs> going to unsubscribe. Um, evening to you um, and get well-seen, Seb. Thanks, Stubbsy. Thank you. Um, Brian's in San Francisco as well. Hello, San Francisco. Nice. Um, is any fee with seven figures in it, for me, for this deal, is good going. Um, it's one of these... under talking about football room 101 undisclosed panties, you know, please. that will come back but um yeah 1 million quid um EADT reporting 1.5 potentially up to 2 um if it is that pretty good going isn't it
3: Phenomenal business, I think. You know, Ashton, take a bow. We were we were talking when we was at uh, the last week's show. We were saying, you know, if he's still around at the end of the month, end of the window, are we just going to take 500 grand, 750 grand just to move him on? So that's a, that's a really, really good bit of business and a really good move for him as well. You know, he deserves it. He's a quality, quality player. He's gone to a side that finished in the playoffs last year that's probably going to be challenging this year. Got themselves a new manager who loves a possession-based style of football. And we know that Flynn Downs is, is, is good with the ball. You know, a lot of people might see him just as a, a tough tackler and a midfield enforcer, but he can play. He's got some real, real quality. So, um, no, I think it's a really good move for him and really, really good business for us because we've basically got the same fee we got a year ago, despite him having a, a poor season, a couple of nasty injuries and being a year further down the line of his contract. So... Good business all round for him and, and for us, I think. And obviously, you would assume there's a nice hefty sell-on. So we are protected as well in the future. If he does well and ends up going to the Premier League, which I think he probably will do one day, hopefully we can have some more uh, some more incoming later on down the line.
2: Yeah, John, agreeing you there about um, putting strings for sell-on and games played and so on. Um, I think Mark Ashton, as a Q Q&A, mentioned that very specifically. So um, what's your thoughts on on him being number four? Uh, I think decision.
3: it shows the faith, I guess. I, I know I mentioned squad numbers last week. Yeah. Squad numbers in this day and age don't really mean much, but I, I think oh. it's maybe, maybe it's a bit of a faith uh, showing from Russell Martin. You know, he sees him as that, that, that midfield kind of sitter, you know, the deeper player. And I think he'll play a lot of games. I really do. I'm, I'm assuming he's, he's, he's fit. He was playing for the under-23s, wasn't he, in the, in the pre-season games. So I, I could easily see him doing, you know, 35, 40 games a season.
2: Yep. Um, I need to pause very quickly. Um, Simon thank you so much for um, the super chat. Really appreciate that. Thank you for um, all the contributions that um, just support the channel um, that mean that this kind of platform works and um that we can do more of the kind of long play stuff as well so simon thank you so much and also Stubbsy as well thank you um i promised this a while back thank you so much Stubbsy. really appreciate that thank you everyone you can do that if you're watching through youtube on the super chat um but we appreciate any support for the channel and um thank you for those of you who um who choose to donate it, it means the world and it means as i say, we can hopefully do um even better stuff um but I can't promise that it allows us to afford better hosts, but you know. I was
3: gonna say, we could pay pay to get a new hosting on that.
2: Yeah, or I could get some training how to do it. Um, Evening to Chris. Um, if you don't follow Chris on Twitter, make sure you do. Um, he's, I think he's running the London Marathon this year um, for an amazing charity. You can read all about it on his Twitter. Um, evening to Chris, number four should always be a midfielder. So I stand corrected there. Um, Ryan, um, unbelievable business. We get lucky to get... Yeah, exactly Agreed. right. Agreed.
3: Yeah, exactly okay, right. I think
2: we said exactly the same. Um, Simon, um, back to you. Um, best of luck. I think you will flourish. Um, yeah, I-, I think it's probably... Um, yeah, uh, clearly a talented footballer, isn't he? So just just needs the right the right place.
3: He'll do well. Yeah, I think in two or three years' time, we could well be looking at him in a, in a Premier League. So there's a, a, a train of thought. He's a West Ham fan, isn't he? I guess so. Potentially, you know, that kind of level of club, maybe in the Premier League, a sort of you know a, a mid-table Premier League side could be ideal for him.
2: Yeah, and I agree, um, Gary, that he's he's going to be missed. And your your suggestion, Seb, is he's going to do the kind of zigzag where he goes yeah. over to Swansea, then back to West Ham at some point
3: potentially yeah I mean it's a shame he has left you know we know what a quality quality player he is and um and it's a bit of a shame he has moved on in the way the way it's happened but but wish him all the best
2: um we've got a couple of questions about transfers as well I think Graham asked us a question I just need to pause very quickly um John thank you so much guys this is amazing this is phenomenal Um, thank thank you so much um thank you John um and always and really glad that um this is a distraction from real life we try not to mention that C words and and the other one, frankly, as well, um, as much as we can, um, and just focus on the football. I'm so really glad that um, folk are enjoying it, and um, and and yeah, thank you so much, John, and and Chris as well. I, I, I hope you don't feel. Um, wow. Yeah. thank you, Chris. Really appreciate that. And please, as I said, go and find um, Chris. Can you put in the chat? what your twitter account is and i'll direct people to support you for the marathon and i think probably we need to go back and and repay the faith that you shown in us so thank you so much for that everyone um let's let's keep talking football seven also thank you to um deb who's watching facebook hello to facebook as always the always the forgotten part of the stream because everyone usually accesses it via twitter but facebook i've got i've got secret love for everyone on Facebook, say so hello to Deb and everyone on Facebook. Um, so Graham has asked us, you've got the question from Graham, haven't you, from earlier in the week? Um, Marcus has asked us about this as well. Um, Marcus, I wish it was Marcus Stewart, right? Um, uh, where do you want to see the gaps? Um, who, who, um, to fill the gaps centre-back and centre-midfield? I mean, should we just focus on the centre-midfield at the moment because um, the Joe Morrell deal didn't happen, pantomime there. Um, yeah. But is that the kind of midfielder? I think that's Graham's question, the type of midfield. Yeah,
3: Yeah, Graham's asked, can we briefly cover what type of player we would want to have a backup centre midfield for me? A Morel-type player would not want to be a backup. So I think we're in a bit of a pickle for a central midfielder. And that's a great point. You know, Morel is going to want to play week in, week out. And I think it's fairly clear that Evans is going to be a a guaranteed starter. You know, I know he's not officially the captain yet, but he is the captain on the pitch as it stands at the moment. And if he's fit, I think he'll play 46 games because he is is, uh, Cook's trusted uh, captain, you know, trusted lieutenant on the pitch. Harper, alongside him, I thought looked really, really good against Morkham. I appreciate I wasn't there. I've only seen the highlights, but I really like the way he was knocking the ball around and the intensity of his passing. So whoever comes in is going to have a bit of a job looking to get past those two. So I don't think we'll be looking at a Morel-type, first-team kind of player dropping down from the championship. We have been linked today with somebody from Accrington. Forgive me. I I, I can't remember his name, but that might well be. There you go. Matt Butcher. Yeah, that might well be the kind of player that we have to bring in somebody kind of accepts that they want to be part of the project they want to move to a bigger club but they are only going to be playing 20 15 20 games in the cup games per season you know that's the kind of thing i think we have to accept and i guess what will that also mean for john nolan you know i, I appreciate he's got them. yeah he's got injury issues but this is the the third season i think in a row where he's, he's broken down around about march february time so you know he's in the last year of his contract is he just going to become a a bit part player in theory he should be yeah i mean in theory he should be what cook kind of wants in a central midfielder because he's, he's very very fit he can run all day he has got an eye for a goal and he can get about the pitch but his, his fitness is really letting him down and, and if that carries on then <clears throat> we've seen with the new regime and with cook you know he's he's just going to move people on and look to look to bring people he can trust
2: i know um uh, there's chris's twitter by the way if you want to go and support him for the london marathon um i'm, I'm sure there's, there's a pinned tweet that you can find um I know that the, um, a lot of people in the club really like um, Humphreys, um, who's yeah. obviously had a, um, a good spell in pre-season, featured quite a bit. You know,
3: but is he not? But is he not a natural left-sided player, isn't he?
2: I, I, I. I mean, we're looking for a backup, though, aren't we? Because we're not. You know, it's, it's Harper and Evans, as you said. So these are as long as those guys stay fit. This this backup is not really going to be needed unless it's in the cup. So. You know, are, are the get Nolan fit, and do we need to? Uh, I don't know. If I, you've got Nolan, if you've, you if
3: to, but. if you've got Nolan, don't forget El Mazzuni. Obviously, you know, had a good game apparently the other night. A very technically good player. We've seen him in the past play further up the field in the sort of the number ten, but uh, he might be able to do okay there as well. And if you, I guess if you've got Nolan completely fit, El Mazzuni and, and Humphreys are your squad players, then potentially you might not need one. But that's a that's a risk given Nolan's injury history, I would say.
2: Um Alex has um yeah, has got a good memory. Um Butcher looked good against us last year to be fair. Nothing fancy looked after the ball. Well I think that, yeah. And, and I And that's what you like... need from that
3: role, isn't it? That that role is yeah. simply look after the ball and ping it out to the to the full backs and the and the forward players.
2: Um any technical issues, by the way, can you still everyone hear me okay? Um someone says, Rich, you've gone quiet, but I don't know if that's just because I've gone quiet or something else. But um we will power through. It looks all good from my end. Um Let's, uh, we'll come back, we've got a few bits and pieces about centre-backs, we've got some bits and pieces about Burton, so we'll come back to that. Um, I did want to briefly mention ITFC Women, who continue to do great things. Um, got uh, two more pro deals um, sorted, Blue Wilson and, and striker Natasha Thomas, who's really well thought of, I think, turned down and moved to a higher league um, a few years ago. Um, and Blue's now captain there as well. So um, fantastic news coming out of the women's team. Um and also it's their first league game of the season away at hounslow um coming up as well so we wish them all the very best um interesting oh that's better john thank you um uh, apologies if i cut out um another interesting thing that happened today mk dons um appointed um ex-ipswich academy player and academy coach is plural um liam manning and chris hogg i see joe's in the chat Interesting to get Joe's thoughts on those two. But um it's always weird when people who are behind the scenes at Ipswich leave because Chris Hogg, I think, was well thought of, went mm-hmm. to Newcastle, didn't he, Newcastle under 23s, um, and has now joined um Liam Manning, who has had a really interesting kind of post-playing career. Um, was was at um New York City in the MLS and joined the City Group um and was coaching in Belgium, I believe, and and resigned to come and work for MK. He okay. had
3: some time at West Ham as well, I think, didn't he? Yeah, he was a youth coach with us, is. and he went to West Ham for a bit as well. So yeah. he's uh, so he's a done really his education.
2: Journey, yeah. Um, Your thoughts on seeing... Because MK Dodds, obviously, are, are a divisional rival slash peer, mm-hmm. aren't they? Um, always interesting seeing people come back, um, who leave Ipswich, come back and end up kind of at a similar level, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean... Chris hogg I'm sure at one point he stepped up to be involved in the in the yeah. first team it might have been towards the end of the first year back down was it maybe I can't, I can't remember the exact yeah, time was, scales 18, of it 19,
2: yeah, you're yeah he, been, he stepped 18, up
3: and, be, and became involved and then obviously you know a big club like Newcastle off you the, the under 23 manager position you're gonna you're gonna take it because you know that's a, a natural career progression and, and a natural step up um but no, it's a very interesting move you know Liam Manning's gone away and, and, and really you know sought to, to go and learn the game a bit like sort of you know I think Craig Bellamy's done similar and he's gone abroad and Kieran Dyer's Look to do it in the past so you know anyone that goes abroad to to, to america and then to europe to to learn new things is uh is is, is you know going to do well i think and I, I think they'll do well as a as a duo there and and yeah it continues that that trend of coaches leaving us John mk dons obviously matt gill went there for what two months and that now he's a, a championship club so if they do well who knows what, what we'll bring after that but i think they'll do well and good luck to them both
2: yep i, th- I think my audio is a bit glitchy by the way so i'm trying to fix that and hopefully that will get sorted. Um... But yeah, I, I agree, um, as long as they don't do well against us. Um, and to be fair, <laughs> a little, quite a lot of time has elapsed. It's not as if they've got insider knowledge anymore about what we're up to. None so of us like, have
3: it's, it's a brand new side, isn't it? None of us know what really exactly what, what's us. going on. And
2: um, um, final, uh, I guess this is a final bit of news, really. But this is um, um, leads quite nicely on to what we're talking about next. Oh, notice be louder, Rich. There you go. Um, is that too loud? Oh, I'm adjusting this in real time. This is great. Um, The um, um, landlord of the Way Bridge Inn, I think it is, in Burton, um, is is an Ipswich fan and is looking for people who are going tomorrow to go in and say hi and turn the plug blue and white. So I thought we'd do a little plug for that. Um, uh, All the details, I think, on TWTD. So um, let's move things on, shall we, and start. um, Let's talk about uh, Burton as he pads. Bumper. There we go. Um, so what what can you tell us about Burton, Seb? What do you or what do you want to tell us about Burton?
3: Well, obviously they you know, we've got a we've got a good record against Burton. We've played them eight times in competitive fixtures, one seven and draw one. So we have got a very, very good record. But I was what interested me most was the the record since Hasselbank went back there. So Hasselbank, Ooh. obviously last year, they are eight points adrift at the bottom of the league. Hasselbank goes back on the first of uh, the first of January. He sits the first game out and watches it in the stands, and then they go on this absolutely phenomenal run. He picks up. I've made a note of it here somewhere, and I'm being professional because I've got it here somewhere. Uh, he wins 13 out of 24 games, and they absolutely fly up the league. I mean, there was talk at one point of them gate crashing the playoffs. They're on that good a run of form there's a six week a six game winning spell in february and march of uh, of last season and they went on an absolutely hell of a run and uh, yeah. and finished really really comfortably um striker up front kane hemmings became a bit of a goal machine <clears throat> danny rowe they obviously bought in and we we know him and he's still there this year. He's got another deal this year. So um I, I think this might be a, a bit of a, a bit of a tough game. And I have got a very good record against them, but I can see this being a bit of a, a bit of a tough game to be honest with you. They, they play similar to us. It's a 4-2-3-1 uh fullbacks looking to, to bomb on, but they, they appear to be a bit more direct, I think. They're they're not not like a, a really pragmatic side, they don't just hoof it up to the to the striker, but I think they'd look to get the ball forward quickly and then get players up in support as the as the striker sort of holds on to it. So yeah, like Stubbsy says there. I think this is going to be a tough game, despite our really, really good record against them.
2: Yeah, I, I've got some, I've got my um, bits and pieces from like I did last Have week. Have you got your, your graphics with your Yeah, Let's see and... if this, let's, let's see if I screw this up as well. Um, all buffering, buffering, buffering. Please work. There we go. Um, so the, here's some facts um, for those of, for the uninitiated. Um, the Brewers playing the Pirelli Stadium for the second week running, A stadium capacity where uh, under 7,000 and where, the sizeable majority of the seats are um well are not seats, it's uh, standing. Um the rivals, it depends where you read. I mean, I think there's a bit of col you Ipswichism here that I think maybe Burton think about derby um the way that um Colu think about Ipswich, but I don't think it's reciprocated. So I've kind of gone with Notts County Chesterfield. I think Walsall's in there as well from some playoffs. As you mentioned, Seb um 2021, when when Hasselbank came in. They were rock bottom. Were I mean, gone. when yeah. I say rock bottom, they were. I think it was
3: eight was it? points adrift, and they they had yeah. played two games more than I think Wimbledon were twentieth. So they were eight points adrift, and they'd played two games more. They were they were gone,
2: and and and, and nine goals worse as well than the team um, in the is it fifth for bottom, um, who were safe as well. So um, a real massive turnaround. Oh, here we go. Stuffy. Oh,
3: geography. Oh,
2: so. Yeah, tell me where is it too far west or too far? In- it's too far up, isn't it? I think isn't it too far north? No, look on Google. I I had Google Maps up, and I mean, this isn't scientific. Let's be honest; it is me playing around with an image file. But i um, I'm happy to be corrected, obviously. Um, and last time out, um, I mean, I've I've ignored um, <laughs> Stubbsy. Seed. No, you're fine. Um, all all complaints, all feedback, welcome. Um, last time out in the league, um, I you know uh, we. we um Ben talks quite a lot about um negative, um, positive and negative momentum. Mm-hmm. And um I think um <laughs> John is go a little bit up like your volume. Um Burton have had that momentum and, and no. an early win, albeit at Shrewsbury, but away. And I, I'd taken a note here that the majority of their points, actually, last season, you, you kind of think that Burton would make the Pirelli a bit of a fortress, actually.
3: No, it's away, isn't it? Yeah.
2: The majority of their points, came, uh, not not by much, but the majority um, were, were picked up away from home. Um, so an away win um, to get things off and running is, is pretty, will have given them confidence, won't it? Um, oh, it's gone now. Where's me blooming video gone? Let's do it again. Um, I, the, again, a, a team with massive amount of turnaround, um, 12 in, 12 out. Um, and I've kind of I, – I made this um, little graphic before I realised that Lewis Malt is out for five months. He picked up a freak injury. In a kind of pre-season friendly and he um, is out for five months so and, and I and I kind of picked him up because I think Burton had kind of lacked of a, a, a kind of physical presence um the goals were large, largely scored by a guy called Ken, Kane Hemmings um last season Who to prefer to it, it was like something like one in two I think yeah it was...
3: since when Hasselbach came in he did really really well and they've got um Adkins as well haven't they
2: Hey, uh, yeah Aikens yeah Aikens um, sorry yeah and so I'd kind of, yeah, earmarked the striker for them as being important. I also like um Connor Shaughnessy, those of you who um were quite um um who quite like admired the way that Rochdale went about playing us last season, um Shaughnessy, centre back slash right back, um I think can play in defensive midfield if he needs to as well. Um I thought it was quite a useful signing for them and he's played all of the games so far, um, and and you know some important departures in there as well. Not like um, Morecambe last week, who lost their player of the season, their kind of MVP to a uh, Borre, kind of an American parlance. Um, but they certainly, um, I think, missed the experience of Stephen Quinn in midfield. Um, that being said, captains. Um, John Brayford, isn't it? And he's got plenty of experience in his locker there as well. So they
3: lost lost Ryan Edwards as well, didn't they? I think he was quite a big player for them. He went back to, uh, he's Australian. He went back to somewhere near Australia, forgive me, Um, somewhere in Asia, I think he went to, and he was quite a big player for them as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of um, point from Alex that we're kind of debating, isn't it, about how our defence is going to deal with the directness. Um, You know, we're, what, he's, he's going to be a big test for Wolf and whoever partners him. He, it
3: will be Danassian surely when I guess it'll be Danassian alongside Wolfenden simply because the only other choice is in is Darbo unless you look to drop Evans back there, but then you haven't got somebody to come into central midfield. So surely it'll be uh, Vincent Young at right back, Danassian and Wolfenden in the middle and um, Penny, I assume again on the, on, on the left, given that Coulson might not quite be ready.
2: I'm enjoying Graham's. Nobody enjoyed Rochdale away. I, Very I, true. I I, I think that, that I I guess my point was, um, you could only uh, just admire what Rochdale were doing rather than just how bad we we were. But, um, I'll, I will move us on from Rochdale Graham. Fair play, um, um, Gary, quick goal. We'll do the the word of good. Yeah, is that what you're thinking? Um,
3: it would do, yeah. I mean, I think didn't didn't Joe say on the on the Q and A on Wednesday night? He said, you know, he doesn't want to see a side score against us early on, and I think that's very very true, especially with the kind of players they've got. If they're going to go more direct, if we uh, if we concede early, then we might struggle to, to to look to get back into the game. And also, they've got Danny Rowe as well, who <clears throat> we know, albeit, doesn't necessarily deliver in terms of goals and assists but to me he was always a positive player who would look to try and do positive things and make positive things happen so I don't know if you will start I think he came on in the in the, the first game of the season I'm not sure if he started in the cup mid midweek. week but um, again that's another threat there with somebody with a, a, a little bit of pace sort of running at you
2: yeah um people ask about Edmondson and um uh, and, and Coulson I guess we I think Coulson started straight went straight into training and Edmondson we, we don't really know about um Joe is Cook, kind of came off.
3: out and said Coulson had COVID didn't he he's had COVID Coulson How is he yeah oh, cook's about yeah. on the pre-match this morning um so I, th- I think he said he is, he is training but he's coming off a bout of COVID so I guess that might explain why he's why he's absent and Edmondson presumably is still just just training and looking to to get his pre-season going really
2: and and Joe saying it looks like we've taken a few of those who are impressed on Tuesday which presumably be the the younger players so um Dobre, Mizuni, Humphreys and Clements. Yep. So. Um, Cornish Marin, evening to you. Evans and Harper will need to be disciplined confident. They will be, yeah. I mean, the midfield two um, that I I picked up from l- last week um, was um, Deji Oshilaja and Thomas O'Connor. Um, and it was Aikens leading the line. And then I think for Oxford, they rotated around Aikens. I looked at his heat map. And he was very much on the left-hand side, which means that the the number 10 needs to step up. And they had a guy who, i forgot his name on loan, Maddox, I think it was. Yep. He's on loan from a team in Portugal. And I think he went off for 36 minutes, which I think Burn have got all kinds of injuries and are, are struggling there. And and it was Thomas O'Connor, who, to be fair, is, I, I think had a decent enough season last time out who came in at number 10 and, and made a contribution. But similar to us, it does feel like if the front man isn't getting a huge amount of service that the number 10 needs to step up. Um, who would, who would you, you know, we're going to have to talk about Ipswich a little bit here as well. Um, who would you be playing that, that number 10? And, you know, we've got the debate about Fraser, Fraser and, and Chaplin. Yeah. Chaplin. I mean, I-
3: I think the side will pretty much be the same one that ended the game against Morecambe with, with Dynasty in at center back for Fiorentina. Pigger, I think will lead the line and I think he will start again with Fraser slightly on the left although he seemed to be playing a bit more tucked in didn't he against Morecambe uh and Chaplin in the number 10 role and and again I guess they will just look to to swap throughout the um, <clears throat> throughout the, the match. It's it's a bit frustrating that you know we have signed one of the best number 10s obviously an expert an expert and player. In Fraser in the league, and we're sort of you know doing that thing we do sometimes, where we kind of just try and fit the best players in, and not necessarily play them in their best positions. I'd like to see him in the number ten, or certainly make a you know a real throughout the, throughout the match look to, to swap with Chaplin and uh, and, and support pigott But I think it'll be the same three behind behind Piggott. You'll have Burns on the right, Chaplin in the number ten, and Fraser on the uh, on the left. And hopefully, him and Chaplin will will dovetail and look to look to change up throughout the game.
2: Yeah, I. I I do wonder whether um, maybe it's the kind of Premier League loany conspiracy theory um, that Barry might feature sooner rather than later out of compulsion for the deal that was struck for the loan because I can't imagine Villa want him to sit on our bench.
3: No, maybe, so, yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, you might get away with it at the start of the season because he might be a bit behind in terms of training and fitness, but yeah, it's a good shout. At some point, Villa are gonna start to say, you know, you know, we've given him two years, a hell of a prospect. He meant to be training him up, but he's only played five games, and I guess he will then come in on the either the number ten or the or the wide left position. Yeah. Or he I can play he can play out front as well if need be, can't he? But so, but yeah. he's better in those one of those three behind the the striker
2: position. And just to confirm what Stubbs is saying, yeah, Toto and Norwood both out.
3: Yeah, no news yet is there on, on this, it a hamstring issue for um for them, but they've given no kind of updates or, or timescales. I mean, if it's a hamstring, I guess if, if Toto has strained it, then you're going to be looking at, what, six, eight weeks? And obviously, Nord, we don't know how bad that one was yet. So unfortunately, they won't be here for the foreseeable. So Ashton's going to have to go out and get, get a sense. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely.
0: Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football
2: up yep. even um, um, evening to um, Eric Clacton, one of my favourite usernames, um, and always positive in the comments as well, which I love. Um, they could be quite weary after Wednesday. Yeah, we, we need to mention um, they went to penalties, unlike us in the in the Carabao Cup. But it was a ninety sixth minute own goal equaliser. They got them to penalties, wasn't it? I think. Um, so they had a, a tough one on on Wednesday or Tuesday against Oxford, um, and John Uffey, merging it together um it's just about a time before it's just click but far better going forward much yeah and agree you know, as always um i shouldn't read too much into twitter because i'll always find an opinion um contrary to what other people and there's always debates going on which is you know which is why we love doing this kind of stuff is that it's all uh, i was about to say that that phrase i'm not gonna say that but it's the kind of the there's no there's no facts about our, you know, certain situations. You know, we all see the game in a, in a different way um, and we don't all have to agree with each other. Um, but it did feel like there was positivity around a defeat, which is good. And I don't think it was just because of the the relentless optimism about the, the game changer and the takeover and all and all the change and all the signings. I think it was because on another day one of those chances we win three
3: yeah another day we score we had, we had that many chances we win that game comfortably sort of three three one four one it's a very very different game isn't it it was just one of those nights wasn't it I was following it on the uh, on the uh, on Twitter and I think was it one where <coughs> Dobra shoots straight at the keeper and then somehow they managed to scramble the header from Jackson off the line at that point you just think it, it, it's not going to happen tonight which yeah. is a shame because obviously it's a good chance to to get some minutes in the legs of some of the the, the players who are a bit behind and obviously more you know the, the young players it's a great opportunity for them so Is a shame to be out, but um, but 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 you know, the league is the the bread and butter, and 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 like um, John Offie just said, as soon as as, once we click and it it really starts to go, it could be really really good.
2: That's the hope, isn't it? Uh, And Mark's point, um, I I love kind of crowdsourcing these bits and pieces of information, it all helps to educate us for tomorrow. Um, one change from their team, um, and obviously um, a few changes made from us, and um, again, that's that's going to help us with the fitness, as as to, to Eric's point about, um, weariness and so on. So um, that's clearly um, yeah, a, a good thing there. Any other bits and pieces that you want to, to mention? I've got a few names that I've written down here that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, I guess a big name signing at one point or another. What I do need to say before I forget um, is the Newport game on on Tuesday is is if ever you wanted to see a real life representation of those really annoying games on football manager when you absolutely <laughs> batter a team and lose 1-0 that seems to be it to me I, I just want to mention that um one, one of the deals that one of their 12 deals in the summer that caught the eye for me at least was um Borthard Jackson Cameron Borthwick Jackson he signed from he had been at Man United come to his, United isn't he yeah played some same got some Premier League minutes I believe um end up at Oldham and had a few other loan spells but left on a free to hold him and a sign for them. I'm not sure he's featured yet from the start. I think he came off the bench. I think he might have Hasselbeck might have played him in, in the left wing position, perhaps after they'd taken the lead at Shrewsbury to to shut up.
3: Shut, shut up, shut up. A yeah. Bit. Um, They've also got um, Michael Mancian, haven't they? You know, the ex-Chelsea, he went out to Germany, I think Hamburg, and then went to Forest. Uh, I believe he's there as well. So that's a, a decent bit of experience at centre-back. I mean, he must be early 30s, 31, 32 maybe by now.
2: I've that one.
3: But yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's there. I'm sure. in oh, the,
2: Looking, uh, yeah, there you go. The research
3: th- I was doing when I was meant to be working earlier on today in the office. What I um, <clears throat> He's the ex-Chelsea, ex-Germany, yeah. ex-Nottingham Forest. He brings an awful lot of experience to the table with him.
2: And um, he's 33.
3: Right, so, 33, yeah.
2: Yeah, a good signing there. Um, anyone else we've kind of, we've talked about? Um,
3: we were linked, weren't we, with, um, I'll let you pronounce the, the, the centre-back. It was ASU. We
2: yeah. Oshilaja. yeah.
3: Yeah, he was a centre-back at the time. We were linked to them about three years ago under Hurst when we were sort of, you know, flirting with Curtis Tilt and Blackpool kept changing their mind. And I think in the end, we, we abandoned them both and went and got Pennington. So uh, a very, very slight Ipswich link there.
2: And do you, is there a Seb's fact of the week, by the way? Have you forgotten to do that?
3: Not going to lie, I've completely forgotten to do Brilliant. it.
2: You could have saved that up, you know. Anyway, sorry. Um, well, I want to hear everyone's predictions. By the way, in the chat, um, so go straight away for your predictions or your team lineups. Um, want to hear all of those suggestions? Um, Seb, um, we'll do our usual predictions. I think we both predicted. Um, I remember the kind of the um, what's the word I'm looking for? You were there was some there was some snarkiness when I predicted a uh, one or draw. Um, uh, sorry, not a one-nil draw. I wish. No, I not a one draw, Bloody um, so draw. You
3: said one-nil. Just a
2: one-nil. Yeah, and, and I was kind of accused of not being optimistic enough. But it, I think we 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 spoke a, a lot about Morecambe and, and the way they play, and saw a lot of that. And I I'm going to blow my trumpet because no one else will about Cole Stockton. We talked about that. Um, so I'm going to pinpoint Brayford um for tomorrow, but I'm also going to pinpoint Thomas O'Connor. I think the number ten. I think he's the man. Um oh no, Joe Powell, sorry. Joe Powell, the name Okay.
3: look sort out of yeah. for. But I think I'm,
2: I'm gonna predict a one all oh, I was
3: I was gonna go one all as well. I don't think it'll be that easy. We've got a very good record against them, like I've said, but I think uh, I think a one all is um is about right as well. Um and look to get our first three points of the season on on Tuesday night against Cheltenham. I mean it's a, <clears throat> we went there, didn't we? First game back um in oh the, yeah, in the league. Know, Luke Garber scored early, and good, then Wolfenden it? yeah, Wolfenden puts one off off the line in the last minutes. So we hung on a little bit there, but I think one all as well. Just to be to be boring, I'm afraid, and agree with you.
2: Yeah, he's... which means
3: we'll win now because I'm not very good at predictions. So who's going to score that'll first? Be a, that'll be a two-one. I think they'll score first. Okay, I just yeah. think our defence at the moment is a bit it's a bit rickety, isn't it? It's makeshift at the moment,
2: and I I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it's a goal from a set piece from them. Mm. Um, Purely because I think the their best options in the attacking positions are injured at the moment. So, um, Aikens maybe, but um, don't be surprised if it's a if it's a set piece. Here come the predictions, and um, um, don't be yeah. Don't need, you don't need to qualify any of them. Um, two all from John. Um, Sebastian's a two-one. Another two-one from Anthony Stubbsy. Don't worry about the pessimism. Realism, that's fine, and we all love to be wrong when it comes to predicting it's just to do crap and then they do well. So I'm I'm always in that kind of glass half empty kind of vibe. I always um, don't want to predict too much optimism because then I raise my expectations and then I end up being disappointed. (laughs) Um, But David's going for it. I love this, David, bring the optimism. He's got um, a 2-0 and Bond back in the goals. Um, and Fraser as well. Uh, Cornish Mariner. We love a late winner. 2-1 town with a late winner. It's a
3: Selina style with a free kick like about oh. what, four years ago, was it?
2: Shall we pick the team for you? Um, another <laughs> the 2-1. The more you're seeing,
3: the less likely he
2: is to go. Yeah, goal. I'm not, not going to bring him on. Um, I miss those days. No, I don't. Andrew Sam's 3-1. Um, Piggott double. A lot of love out there for Piggott. So we talked about this on, on, on the pods so far. I really like the look of Pigot. If we can get someone around him like Barry, I would suggest. Um then I think there there will be goals there. Um three two from Alex. Um that'd be exciting, wouldn't it? Three two. Two-nil town, notorious PIG, feed the pig and he will score. Um and Fraser's score his return. It's all good, baby. A lot babe. of
3: positivity. It's great, isn't it? I mean, compared to what we sat really through right. sometimes last year on these these live shows after our seventh consecutive nil-nil or whatever. To see all the optimism's great, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Um, Michael, two ones down, some behind the sofa moments <laughs> at the yeah. end. Yeah. Oh God, I've missed those. Um 4-2. Good old stat man scoreline 4-2. Gonna love that. Um 2-0 from Eric. And um, David's bringing back the positive. Keep the faith chaps bonus kissing the badge. We love to see that. Um,
3: his interview was brilliant, wasn't it? Have you, have you watched? Oh, you, you mentioned it. You, sorry, you yeah. mentioned it. Yeah, on the on the flagship. That was a brilliant interview.
2: Did you? You've you've lived away like I did for quite a while. I did could you could still
3: pick it all up. Yeah, pick it you never, all lose it. Up, yeah. never lose
2: it. Never lose it. John, um, our system will always let in a goal, but we have fights and we look fit. Plus, do make chances. Yeah, and it. I think there's going to be until that centre back comes in, whoever that may be. It's got to be a case of we'll score one more than Absolutely. the Joe the, Royal The Joe strategy.
3: Royal, yeah, the Joe Royal approach, won't it?
2: Um, yeah, well, as we said
3: before as well this year, you know, if we are struggling, then look at the bench. We can finally bring on, you know, tomorrow there could be Dobra, Bond, Barry, Edwards. You know, we're not, we not not spoke about Carl Edwards yet, uh, on the bench. You know, the options that we could have to bring on could really look to change the game.
2: Yeah, A lot of people saying similar stuff about good going forwards. I mean, that was certainly the the feeling last week, you know, <laughs> Morecambe got a couple of sites and scored twice. Um, I think I, I forget who it was. Apologies. I didn't put your, um, your quote up. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, uh, jury for me is still out a little bit on, um, Lacky. Ladkey.
3: What is it with um, you and Czech goalkeepers?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, am giving him the benefit of the doubt because the moment, because it's still early days. Um, but there wasn't a huge amount of chat going on, and also something that I love is when the goalkeeper comes to the north stand and gives it the big in. We always had, you know, the Martin Phillips, you know, salutes, and even when Bart was doing his, you know, his pre-match prayer. I just want. There wasn't a huge amount of. I th- he looked a little bit nervous, perhaps. Maybe that's. But that's it is, what you know. Is. He's,
3: yeah, he's come up a league. He's come to a big stadium. You've got the roar of the north stand, the atmosphere on Saturday. He's he's probably never never heard or played in that kind of atmosphere before, and obviously he's got. Firstly, he's got brand new players in front of him, and secondly, it's a bit of a, a bit of a patch up at the moment, isn't it? I know, I know what you're saying. You want your goalkeeper to be really commanding, and you want to hear him scream throughout the throughout the match at the centre backs. But I, I think he'll come good. I, I, he was at fault, I think, for the um, uh, was it the second goal? He goes down. The one where Denasy nearly nearly clawed it away. I think he went down quite quite early and quite quickly and committed himself. But um, <clears throat> but no, I think I think he'll come good. He's just your center yeah. this year isn't
2: he? I am just being picky is all. Well. Um um Simon um 1-0 Piggott to score. Yeah. What we don't want Simon is a, is a 1-0 after 2 minutes. <laughs> then 88 minutes of behind the sofa to, use, to Michael's phrase. Um there we go. Jonathan. Stubbs. I think there we go as we clip the defense to holy. Thomas holy. Um Mark's bring us um slightly different a tangent here very quickly. Have you seen the new blue action billboards? Yeah. Um, can you get leo muff on? i think is leo muff i think he's swiss based I, I definitely someone has researched this um if you know leo muff then um let him i'm not sure there's a pod in it mark but um i think we would all want to shake his hand having sponsored john walk pretty certain it was john walk is that eddie yowds maybe at some point um Give us the other names. that Who does Leo Muff sponsor at the moment as well? I need to stop saying Muff. So I'm um, only 40, 20 minutes to nine. We need to pre-watershed. Um, let's, um, yeah, any more thoughts on... Um, Burton, Sebastian. Before no, I... no, like I know, say, what? I
3: just I think it'll be a bit of a tough game. So a one-one will be a decent point there, given the <clears throat> the momentum they've had since Hasselbank came in. They got off to a good start last week. We're still finding our feet at the moment. You know, a lot of this is about about minutes and, and getting fitness into the in minutes into the legs and fitness for our team. So a, a solid point there, and we can look to really build against Cheltenham and, and MK Dons.
2: Good. And next week, Seb's fact. We want. Okay. I, I, I speak for on MK behalf Don's. Of, all of us, okay. when we want Seb's fact to return, right. um, excellent cool. stuff. So, um, that is um, the end of Burton. We've we've predicted one alls, um, and um, the people have spoken the majority of wins. Good for them, don't listen to us. We're not we're not to be trusted. Um, so fingers crossed on that. And obviously, I think if we score first, we will win. Um, and as John says, see you in the Weybridge Inn, um, and Mark. It's a good point. I offered it, and do I,
3: get my own, do I get my own klaxon?
2: What would have been good is if I'd made it, and, and I hadn't
3: got one. You yeah. hadn't
2: done it, and then I'd have played it anyway, and then I'd have, we'd got have sat here
3: awkwardly for
2: going to sit for thirty seconds in the gap <laughs> in silence. <laughs> um, oh, skip! None of the goals we've considered come from the air. True, true. true. Yep, I'm. Ju- I'm. am being pedantic. I'm being. I'm splitting airs. And um, let is. Um, let's move on to our new feature. Um, notice the slight adjustment that I've made, and um, to the graphics, Seb. One now,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I did text you, didn't I? I think about was it five minutes afterwards when I was winning with the, the vote? I did text you saying stop the count. Stop the count. Uh, yeah, I think I was slightly ahead, so uh, no, yeah, no fair play. That's uh, that's that's one nil to you, and um, well, are you're you gonna need it for the whole season, I assume. So by the end of the season, we'll be I'll like the track. 30 16 or something.
2: Well, yeah, you wish. Um, <laughs> Leon Musk, Joe Piggott, according to Scottish Mara, there you go. Go, he always goes for like he pretty gets first pick, do you and. Surely, I mean, yeah, surely he's got he, special he's privileges. Uh,
3: There's like a red phone oh, right on his yeah. desk and he can yeah. ring it like the bat phone. And yeah, uh, I, mean, I want, I want the, bigger this year. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, just <laughs> don't get stuck in a corner thinking about Leo Muff. Um, moving on, um, I need to play the intro again for Football Room 101. Um, Last week um, we voted, or you voted, between um, the 3pm broadcast blackout and Stupid Squad numbers, um, and the overwhelming victor, no, not quite, um, was a 3pm blackout. Um, So thank you for everyone who voted for that. We will do the vote here tonight. All of you watching, all of you good, good people, um, we want your opinions on the positions that Seb and I are going to set out. Our two um, votes for going in the Football Room 101 if if you're not clued up, if you didn't follow us last week. These are two bits about watching football, watching Ipswich Town that just grind our gears. We want to expel them to the basement, a dark, dank basement. And yes, Mark, that was an embrace reference. Thank you very much. Um, So um, stop the steal, vote fraud. (laughs) Alex, come on. I would never dream to do that.
3: I did win. Frankly, I did win that election.
2: so uh, we'll, so you can all watch this happening. This is transparent. There's no nothing up my sleeves. Um, but Seb, I will let you go first, like you did last week when you lost. Um, and can, <laughs> um, put your point to the crowd.
3: So mine this week, It's again, it's topical. We had squad numbers last week, but obviously we were a bit behind with the squad numbers being released. So mine this week is going to be paper tickets. I don't understand why in 2021... We still have to wait for, you know, we order our tickets online via SeatGeek uh audit process. We order our That's why you on- need
2: paper tickets the audit process, right?
3: We order we order our tickets online. Why do we then have to wait for them to be posted out to us? Why in this day and age can't I go if I go to the cinema on my phone, I open up the way the app I book my ticket, I pay for it through the phone, I get an email with a confirmation ticket, I add the ticket to my passbook or wallet feature, I walk in there and some guy scans it for me. I don't understand why it still has to be in 2021 that we have to wait for tickets to be posted out, which caused, you know, there have been issues in the last, what, the, the season tickets and the last home games and the and the Burton game why can we not just have an option either print at home straight away via an email or send straight to your, to your phone. When we did the, uh, the deal with SeatGeek, I was looking back at it. It was April, 2020. So I totally appreciate that there were only what, two games, I think where crowds could actually go back to uh, go back to football and use the SeatGeek experience. But there was a a big, big, a big, big feature of it uh, at the time was saying about, it's going to, you know, revolutionize the mobile experience. And Ashton at the time, Ashton, when he came in said, I want to improve the experience for match day goers. So for me, Get rid of paper tickets. Have a print at home option. If you want to have it printed out, no problem. If you want to have it, pre- he's going to go and find it. He's going to go and find something now, like the Wembley ticket, isn't he? Just a, is, is, is it is it Wembley that you found the Wembley ticket or the playoff semi final ticket? What, what what have you found? Okay, but to Milan, there
2: you go. T- time moves memories.
3: On. memories. Time moves. Time moves on. You have an option to print it at home or get it sent straight to your mobile device. That's that's what I would say.
2: So um, So my
3: my 101 is paper tickets.
2: Um and Michael's doing my arguing for me. This is brilliant. So you need to be able to make that work, you need infrastructure, so which costs money. And even when you do put that infrastructure in place, it's I well, I I I was at Wembley for some of the Euros games all a bit carnage to be honest. But I there you go. So, yeah, so well, I'm not going to argue. I, I will uh, there's, uh, stick in the comments what you think about Seb's view there. Um, I I can see the the annoyance of the logistics, more the fact that um, there have been a lot of issues this week with people getting tickets to be able to go tomorrow, isn't there? And and even last week as well. So I can understand ticket angst. Get it on the app, much better. Um, but then you you know you you know the trees. I, I like turning trees into keepsakes and all that kind of stuff anyway let's move on so um my um my gambit for this week is um i'm gonna put i'm gonna um humbly submit um footballers who um appeal stupid decisions when clearly it's not gonna go for them they are either just doing it out of dumb instinct or doing it to con the referee i.e i've just kicked the ball off and I'm going to appeal for a goal kick when it's it's ninety, it's a hundred percent a corner. Do you know what I mean? That kind of stuff about just pointless appeals. You know, the throw-in, referees right in front of you. Referee can see who has gone off. The linesman can see who has gone off. Thirty thousand people can see who has gone off. But the opposition player is always going to put their hand up and go, "My ball." It's it's either as stubsy saying, "It's cheating," plain and simple, or it's stupid. And either way, I've had enough of it. It's going in Room <laughs> 101. That's it. So that's it. Mic drop. Wait, What say you to that?
3: I, I I agree. It's it's frustrating and, it, and it's cheating. But you're never ever ever going to get get rid of that. You're never ever going to get rid of that from football. It's you know everybody the it. and, it and is. the crowd. But we do it as a crowd. How many times have we blatantly seen you know uh, corner? We know it's not as well. We're, we're as guilty as the players of doing it. Let's be honest. We've seen challenges in the box that if it was the other way around, we'd be screaming blue bloody murder. But we scream penalty because it's an our it's is against one of our players. We, we are as guilty as the the players as doing that. I
2: think. Michael's remembered well. I was I I thought it was you, Michael. I was gonna give you credit so thank you for chipping in. This was Michael's one. So if I lose, I'm gonna blame you, Michael. No, I'm not. I've just presented it really poorly. So feel free to chip in any additional thoughts on that one.
3: Um it's only cheesy when the opposition does it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) David. Yeah. Um so I, you know, you're you're all really intelligent, good looking people. You know, that i'm talking the truth don't this fall is, for his truth. this tricks. is our election work man this is like this is just election fraud right here um so what we need to do to make this work is we need to come up with either a word or an emoji hopefully family friendly so you can plop it in the comments and let us know i mean we could do just rich and seb
3: yeah i was gonna say that isn't that easier
2: we could just do that so um Any last appeals, Seb, either desperate emotional blackmail or or facts that you've... All all of you, that, if
3: if any of you have been sat for the last two weeks waiting for your season ticket, waiting for your tickets to arrive through the post and you shared that frustration, am I going to get to go to the game? I better get on Twitter and tweet ITFC tickets. This one's for you. I I feel your frustration.
2: Yeah. So uh, to to Skip's point, um, even to Skip, who's, who's made some excellent contributions, some very smart... Are you supporting me, Skip? I should read this first. I?
3: The <laughs> and I don't He's think gone Clay power me, mad on his hosting duties.
2: Just, I've lost all control. Do you know what I mean? Where's like, Mikey?
3: Can we get Can Where's we get Mikey, Mikey back for next week?
2: Yeah. <laughs> here's John from yeah, Biggerish. What I'm talking about, I'm not I, penalties and that kind of stuff. I, I'm expecting that, and as f- fans, we'd, we'd appeal for that. If someone goes falling over in the penalty area. I'm not looking to put that kind of shouting and appealing and it is when someone has the ball has hit them they are two yards from the touchline and they stick their hand up and go that's my throw i'm yeah eric (laughs) eric there you go i I think you're being polite eric (laughs) i think we've both done a really crap one this week
3: but so um, i'm also recovering from covid but don't let that (laughs) don't let that influence your vote you know i've 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 tried all week to to muster the strength to come on here and give my football room one-on-one opinions but you know don't, don't let that influence your decision
2: Okay, so if you've got sympathy for Seb and paper <laughs> tickets, um, I want to see Seb. Um, if you're clever, intelligent, <laughs> attractive, then no for for Rich. So let's go for it. Um,
3: you're you're going to win. Look, you got we've got a draw. I've got one there from Jack. Thank you, Jack. You're Just going to highlight your ones, aren't you? i just Brilliant. not
2: seeing it. I don't know where they are. Jack, Byron, above above Anthony. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Hi, yeah, Jack. Evening to you, Jack. Um, Anthony, so there you go. Seb, we need a few more of these. Um, Or Cornish going for Seb, Charlie D. There we go. I think this could be a draw.
3: Are you going to put it on Twitter as well, or just are we taking a a sample from tonight?
2: Let's let's. um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can I remember? I can't remember how to do Trump. I've forgotten about him. It's so good. There we go. Oh hello, League and proper season. Hello Neil. Oh. Uh, interested to hear about that. Um, yeah, I think that's I don't know. My
3: namesake gone against me.
2: You, oh, you can't even get the seven. I can't
3: even get the vote off the Michael, with I, same Michael name. I'd
2: be really insulted with Michael if you voted the other way. <laughs> I think what we'd say <laughs> is this is like 1 0 me, half time. Agreed. But we'll put it on Twitter. In and it will finish 2 0 you. There you go. Draw. You call it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah i really i need to get my um this is turned oh, this was supposed to be a really innocent like nice little funny little thing to end the show with but um um i've turned it to something um something totally different um running of ditch programs really yeah I
3: saw that yeah yeah they, they cited wow. the the cost and the time it takes and just the, the lack of interest in them
2: Sebas, not a seb <laughs> there you go uh, sorts out yeah i mean you can't see it it's, i need to sort my lighting out because we start in the daylight now and, yeah, it it gets dark, it? and it's getting dark now um it gets darker and darker you can't see it. there's a there's a euros program there just there and there are
3: oh yeah programs no issue i've got but folders I, upstairs full I'm of them.
2: just to, to david's point there was a point where and i don't know whether they still do it the coal U program was free they figured out a way to get the cost of the program sorted out as part of the, and it, I mean, it was full of advert adverts, you know, it wasn't the best program, but you walked into the ground and they just give you a program. I thought that was amazing because if you, you go to Port Road, you have to queue forever to get a program. Um, so and we run out
3: as well. We'll
2: talk about programs um, another time. Um, so that is um, your lot on football room one oh one So I think we'll go one nil. That's, that's a
3: great comment from John Ipswich. Seb is like the UK in Eurovision. <laughs>
2: There we go. <laughs> I'll
3: be okay. sat here for the last game of the season still with with Nilpour.
2: <laughs> it's going to start, yeah. Wow, this has gone political. I didn't mean it to do that. <laughs> we need to divert. abandon. Amand Pod. Um let's put the um the intro back up again. What I'll do is out of courtesy to you, Seb, I'll put the unedited one so it's not got my one nil score on And frankly it should say two nil, but I'm being polite. So um let's enjoy some chavvy music on a Friday night, which is how we're supposed to be living. <laughs>
3: That's great, that. that's like being 17 again in Ipswich, going around the Royal Mail sorting office in my Citroen AX with my subwoofer and my speakers blaring up, full blast.
2: Because on these shows, we don't, I mean, this, is, this, this show's gone totally off, off the tracks, but I'm loving it anyway, so i want to go with it. People don't really know who we are, do we? Um, so Seb and I have known each other for about 20-odd years or whatever it is. Seb used to have a Citroen AX, little boxy little Citroen. It, tell him what was in the boot.
3: It was a, a subwoofer that did look like a nuclear weapon. It was like a, really it, did. yeah, from Halford, it looked like some, something you'd see in, a, in an action film with Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to trying to, uh, to, to defuse, took up the whole boot, so I couldn't fit anything else in the boot. And uh, yeah, if you've seen the Ali G film, where he goes around the estate in the Renault Clio thinking he's cool, that was basically us in 2002 slash three
2: yep it had four gears that car as well didn't it (laughs) yeah And you could rag it down the a14 so we were both in university in the midlands and every now and then would give me a lift back and (laughs) couldn't put the bags in the boot no and what and what were you listening on on your stereo as well so the subwoofer in the boot it wasn't like cool music it was no it wasn't movie soundtracks
3: yeah bait watch theme tunes and
2: stuff because top gun that's how we rolled that's too much insight. I need to, I'm, I'm gonna stop it there. I'm gonna end it there on a high, we'll end end on a high. Um, thank you so, so much everyone for um, your contributions. I hope you enjoyed this. Please um, ping us a tweet um, and let us know whether you enjoyed this um, and whether there's anything we can do to improve it. Always trying to, this is obviously a new show for us, um, trying to make it as interactive as possible trying to do as many live as possible but i think probably next week um not going to be as that's my possible. fault yeah so... I'm,
3: I'm look i'm traveling back to Ipich for the mk don's game on the friday night so the d's yeah, yeah. um i'm traveling back on the uh, on the friday nights so the chances i will have to be a uh, a thursday pre-record but obviously we'll do our best to, to try and make it more up to date than than last week's
2: was yeah um so and Maybe we'll tweet the agenda to not be so newsy. Um, and, and whatever and we discuss do... more football, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about, talk about football less, less um, soundtracks and chaving it around. Um, thank you, Skip, for watching. Charlie, thank you so much. Thank you to all of you who obviously um provided um, uh, did the super chats earlier as well. Thank you so much for that. Um, thank you to Gary, Michael. Sorry for nicking your um, room one, and one. I did see the one that you did before. Um, so I'll, I'll we'll compare notes before I present next week. Um, here we go, Ipswich US. Ref should definitely make the right discussion when it's free. Yeah, agreed. Um, Stubbsy, thanks for the chat and something, guys. Enjoy the game. Yeah, big one. Um, Obviously, there's football tomorrow, and we've done our predictions for that. Um, So if you're traveling down to Burton, um, I don't think, we're, we're not I've, I've got other things going and seb's too far but um you're going to cheltenham and we're, we're i'm doing cheltenham yeah do cheltenham's actually further MK. away than
3: burton but burton came a bit too soon so i'm doing um, i'm doing cheltenham and then i'm finally going back for my first game since boxing day 2019 uh for mk dons next week
2: and thanks john barmy army come on you blues mark loving the live streams appreciate it. thank you mark we do our best we do our best and um up to Burton, get there. Up to, well, it's sebs down, isn't it? <laughs> sebs um Sebs up north. So um yeah. Well I'm I'm gonna leave you to think about your parting goodbye, which obviously needs to involve come On you blues or something along those lines. Um auntie's gonna see at Cheltenham. There you go. Um look, and- look forward to it. Dave, thank you. David, sorry, Dave. Well, David, very familiar. Um, Flagship back on Sunday. Um, As I said, um, should be Joe and Dave, who are both going to Burton. So do keep a lookout for them. And I don't think I've got anything else to plug apart from um, we need to um, keep an eye on the Fantasy Premier League, Seb, we'll do that next week first round of the Premier League
3: I made the classic mistake I, I settled on my team about when it first came out probably a month ago now and I was all good and I've changed it four times in the last two days and thankfully I made I put Lukaku in last night as well and thankfully about two minutes before the deadline I logged on just to check it and noticed that he hadn't had a international clearance I managed to change him so not not off to a good start
2: um thank you Cornish Mariner uh cheers John Uffey um Brentford one up there you go real-time score lines. that's what we want um so we'll yeah we'll do um any news on the baby yeah Michael thank you for that um there is there is I think we w- what we would like to do is let Ben give his news um but you, the, there is news and it's um and everyone is is doing well so more details from Ben probably direct when we can um and you know I'm sure the baby might have um their own youtube channel at some point as well so you'll be them too and um, that's um that's that's where you get growing up in a superstar family like them um so um yeah come on you blues we'll end on we'll end on that on the comments thank you everyone once again for joining us really really enjoyed that this side i uh, hope you did as well and um we'll leave everything in seb's capable hands to close us out
3: thank you guys thank you for the all the super chats and uh, enjoy going to burton tomorrow come on you blues <laughs>
1: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than
0: football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points.